Welcome back to the Outside Podcast. My name is John, aka Squidward on Chair. Squidward on Chair. I, I I don't know, man. So as as I sit here right now at my desk, right, and I'm looking at this setup that I have. So like I I, I kind of have to like to uh what you call it a Jerry rig setup something like that it wasn't how i envisioned this setup to be right but with you know the whole amazon thing happening uh so i spent like most of yesterday like trying to find the the cables that i needed that were supposed to be delivered in that last pack because it never came uh but i really couldn't find them like i was able to find a usb type c to hdmi which i needed usb to hdmi but usb type c would have been fine but then the problem was i couldn't connect the MacBook to the monitor with the MacBook closed unless the MacBook was plugged in. And since I was using an adapter already, I only had <clears throat> I only had one available USB-C port. And of course, it charges on USB-C. So I couldn't keep it plugged in and plugged into the monitor at the same time. It was just, it was a kerfuffle, all right? It was a kerfuffle. <laughs> and they ended up buying the wrong cord. I had to go to that today. It was, it's been, a, it's been a mess. It's been a, it's been a long weekend. Uh, but since that wasn't really working out and I was not going to record on this windows computer because like all my stuff is set up on, on the Mac. I just like, I got like a USB extension cord, which I already said I was going to buy, but I set up the Mac back on. It's like on the laptop say that I had before, but instead of it being directly in front of me, it's like off to the side. Right. And then just looking at it, the way I have everything set up right now, because like I got the windows computer on with my notes, I've got the Mac to the side, to my right, recording. Honestly, I kind of like this setup. Like, <laughs> like I, I honestly kind of like this setup. Like, I'm, you get you get two screens, right? I mean, you get the, the actual built-in screen on, on the laptop. You have this screen right here. And it, it feels right. It feels like comic, kind of like you're in a cockpit almost. I mean, if I had a third screen to my left side, I mean, that'd be OD overkill. But, like... <laughs> You kind of get that same vibe of like having two screens, right? And I have one running Windows and I run one running Mac OS. The only thing that I would say that I would want to really complete this like version of the setup, I guess, would be uh, to be like to get the switcher, right? The uh, the input switch, the USB input switch, which I actually did just buy one, another one, freaking another one, man. <laughs> earlier today, instead of getting two in, two out, I'm only getting one in, one out, right? The idea being, I would just plug in the keyboard to it, plug the keyboard into the Windows machine, to the Mac machine. Since I have the Magic Trackpad, that can only connect to the Mac, right? So that's the mouse that I need. <laughs> I don't need this other mouse to connect to the Mac. It just needs to connect to the Windows computer. <clears throat> so like, this actually works out pretty nice. And it actually looks pretty clean. So I might end up just rocking with this. Because <laughs> I set up the returns for all the other stuff. So I can get my money back on that. Uh, and then I ended up buying a USB-C to USB converter for the HDMI cord. But now I'm just looking at this. It's like, ah, this is, this is kind of cooler, bruh. This is kind of cooler. Another problem I have, though, the hard drive cannot connect to the Mac anymore. Because the extension cable is six feet long, it takes 
the, the power draw required for the hard drive to function, you just, you just don't get enough coming from that six foot power cord, which is connected to another USB hub, which is connected to the, the hard drive, you know? So like that doesn't work. I have to physically plug the drive directly into the computer for that to happen. But new idea, I can just stick the hard drive to the bottom, to the, the underneath side of the laptop stand with the Velcro and then just connect that to the computer. So that would work too. So I don't know, man. I wanted to, Amazon may or may not have just like, help me <laughs> by not sending my package because now like this new idea like, how things are right now like this i like this i might rock with this for a minute either way it is monday september 6th hopefully you're having an absolutely amazing day it's labor is it, is it labor day is this labor day man i don't remember god is it memorial day or labor day god john it's memorial memorial oh this keyboard is not connected to this computer <laughs> That's not gonna happen. <laughs> oh, see, see, this is where things can get <laughs> a little bit confusing. <laughs> Memorial Day. Let's see. Wait, wait, is this Memorial Day? Nope. Memorial Day is the thirty-first of May. What is today, bro? Is it Labor Day? Labor Day. Labor Day. Let's see here. Labor Day, twenty twenty-one. September. Okay, it's Labor Day. <laughs> Uh, how did I not actually know that? But yes, it's Labor Day, so presumably you have today off, if you're in America at least. Uh, so hopefully you're enjoying your day off. Hopefully you're enjoying your three-day weekend. Uh, hopefully the weather's nice for you also. Weather's been pretty nice out here. We're, we're really into that, like, that, that fall weather where it's like 50 degrees in the morning, 88 degrees in the afternoon. Like, that's like the real fall weather. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I love, 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 love this. Although it would, it would get it, it, the peak, like time for weather in terms of the fall is like forty five to fifty in the morning, and then you're peaking at like seventy five tops. Oh, oh, that's good weather right there, man. <laughs> that's really good weather right there. Uh, but actually, what is? Let me let me we're doing one more thing because now I'm curious since I'm recording this super duper early. What is the current temperature? It is currently God. Why is it so hot right now? It's stupid. <laughs> so it's currently seventy two degrees. It's five in the morning. Uh, okay, we'll live with that. It's all supposed to rain today. Fun, fun, fun. I didn't know any of this stuff. <laughs> well, there goes. My splendid Monday of beautiful weather. I'm supposed to actually go out today anyway and uh, hang out with some some people. So we'll see how that goes with the rain and whatnot. Uh, big problem, though, that, you know, has become so apparent. I've talked about this consistently over the last, like, two to three weeks. Uh, and that stems from the reason why I'm recording this at five in the morning. And that is procrastination, man. It has become... A serious, serious problem for me. Like the amount that I procrastinate lately, right? It's just it's bad. Like I, I, I keep pushing things literally as late as I possibly can for literally no reason. I, I, I think the real problem is willpower. Right? I, I've been choosing the lazy option way too much and just like conceding to doing my work later. But then, like when later comes. I once again choose the lazy option, 
until there really is no more time left to choose a lazy option anymore. And I, I think part of it is like my live ants, right? Like I don't take it on the weekends. Uh, so I, I can understand like that, that can make me feel less focused and less inclined to get work done. But I, I feel like I shouldn't have to rely on medicine in order to be able to work. You know, you said I don't want to have to like rely on medicine in order to be able to work. And it wasn't that way earlier in the year or for most of the time that I've been taking Vyvanse, right? Because like this also happens like, during the week too, like when I actually do take it. So, you know, I don't know. It, it, it could be that I take it really early in the morning anyway before I go to school. And that is pretty early in the morning. So that's like around like 7.30 to 8.30 when I would take it. And so, you know, going through, going through school and driving a lot of stuff, by the time I get home, right, it's already worn off, which makes me pretty tired. So then that's a big part of the reason why, like, when I get home, I just want to go to sleep. Uh, so, you know, that has a, a hand in all of that. But, like, really, I just need to work on my willpower, man, because, like, it, it, just, it just it wasn't as bad before. It really wasn't. I don't know what I've been doing for the last month, month and a half that has just like made me tank as a person. Like my productivity has just like absolutely tanked. Like I I did have one good showing of willpower today though. I need to go to the car wash and then return something that I got from Best Buy. That wrong cable that I got, I had to go return that as well. Or that's what I had to go return. Uh, But I was just chilling in bed, being lazy again. And I didn't want to go. But, like, I literally forced myself to get up and go. Like, I was like, nope, you're not laying down anymore. You're done. Get your clothes on. I don't care. Because the thing is, it's like, once I start working, I'm good. Like, I can I can keep going for as long as I need to. The problem is getting over that hurdle of starting to work. Right? Because, like, once I got up, got dressed, I was golden, man. I went to the car wash. Did all that stuff, went to Best Buy, even did a little bit of a, uh, took the long way home, did a little bit of driving in, right? Like, I was good. But it's just like, if I had not forced myself to get up and get dressed, it never would have happened, you know? So like I, I need to do more of that stuff, right? Until, like, it once again becomes a habit instead of, like, sleeping for 10 to 12 hours a day. Like, I just need to return back to that level of production that I had earlier this year, like, really up until August, you know, it's it actually, it's probably school that is like wearing me down now because it's like, that's the only thing that has changed from like the beginning of the year up until August. The only thing that's changed is the fact that I'm going back to school and not like just going back to school because I was in school in the spring, but it was online. Right. So it took like less out of me. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just need to be better. Okay. That's all I know. I just need to be better because like what I have going off myself right now is not good enough. It simply just is not good enough. It's not good enough by my standards of good enough, right? Like, maybe for someone else's standards of good enough, it's fine, because technically I'm still getting my work done for the most part, but just getting work done isn't good enough for me. Like, I, I need to... Because laziness in one area, at least laziness in all areas, right? So, simply just isn't good enough. I gotta get better. Uh, but speaking of going to the car wash earlier, so if you remember, like, I had that huge bug that was stuck in my uh, my side mirror, and it had its, like, its wings sticking out, and it was all gross and whatnot. Then, of course, I went to the car wash on that day to get it out, but it wouldn't come out. Uh, so, like, that was the main reason why I wanted to go to the car wash today. And uh, I did that. <laughs> I went to the car wash, 
it didn't come out in the wash, but you know, since I had time and I had to vacuum up my car, I could use like the little air gun, the pressurized air to try to blow the bug out. Uh, before I did that, I was able to get like a really good look at what it was. And it was actually this huge, absolutely ginormous yellow jacket, like unnecessarily ginormous. Like, there was no reason a yellow jacket needs to be able to grow that big. There's absolutely zero reason for that. It, it, it bothers me. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a yellow jacket that big. Like honestly, I did the world did the world a favor by like just getting rid of this guy because like he has no business flying around looking like that. Like that thing is freaking huge. Like if it were, if it were to sting you in the chest, it would probably hit you in the heart. Like the thing was freaking ginormous, right? But like because of that. I could not get it out of my, no matter how much air I was putting in there, no matter how close I got to it, it simply could not fit to get out of my mirror, which makes it even more mind boggling. The fact that it got into my mirror, like, <laughs> like th that's, that's how hard that thing's body got squeezed through like a really small hole. Like the fact that it got in there, but now I can't get out. And so like, it's just, it's, it, he's there. He's still there. <laughs> he's just still there. Uh, and so it seems like he's going to be there for a good minute until its body decomposes. Because once its body decomposes, then I can actually, like, it'll just come out anyway. Because it'll just, it'll be small. It'll be brittle and all that good jazz. But until then, he's just hanging out with me. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> but, after the situation, uh, I've decided to change his name from Candyman to He Who Remains because of the obvious aforementioned story. <laughs> and, you know, if you've seen Loki, then you know about He Who Remains. Well, really, if you've seen, not even if you've seen, if you've read the multiverse comics, the Marvel multiverse comics, then you know about Kang and He Who Remains and all that stuff. So, yes. Candyman is now he who remains, but Candyman is still his nickname. Not his nickname, his middle name. Yeah. <laughs> or really, Candyman should be his real name, and then he who remains should be his nickname. It doesn't matter. It's a freaking dead yellow jacket. I shouldn't be thinking about his name that much. But I will say one thing. This has proven that even in death, yellow jackets are still the most annoying, annoying, <laughs> it's still the most annoying insect on the face of of the planet. It was annoyingly useless insect on the face of the planet. <laughs> I freaking hate yellow jackets, man. Like, this is so dumb. Also, yellow jacket will sting you for literally no reason. It's because they're dicks. So, like, no surprise that even in death, yellow jacket is still a freaking dick. But, yeah, it's what it is. Let's hop into this episode. You know, like, another thing, like, with this setup, like, what makes it nice <laughs> is the fact that, like, one, having my, like, having my nose directly in front of me on a bigger screen is great. And then having the Mac over on the side, so don't, I don't have to look at that because it's it's just recording. I can glance over to make sure all the, the waveform is fine and whatnot. But like it just makes the whole setup a little like a lot cleaner. The mic is chilling. Nothing's impeding the mic from the front or the back. Like it's it's a good it's a good setup. It's a good setup. Either way <laughs> I mentioned uh, in Friday's episode that I went to go see. Oh my goodness! I went to go see Shang Chi, and uh, I was probably gonna talk about it 
for Monday's Movie Talk episode, which is this Monday in this Movie Talk episode, and that's exactly what we're going to do. Uh, the first thing is just talking about the movie in general, and generally speaking, it was actually a pretty good movie. I see actually as if I was surprised. I assumed that it was going to be a good movie, a decent movie at least, uh, and it was. Like, it was a pretty good movie, but like at the same time, it was generally what you expect from a Marvel blockbuster, right, which is why I assumed it was going to be a pretty decent movie, because Marvel kind of has like the sis, I can't say Marvel, Disney, Marvel, whatever, which one you want to go with, they kind of like, they kind of like cracked like the code of like, okay, we can do X, Y, Z and everyone will love it. And, you know, this movie pretty much hit all the same beats that your typical Marvel movie would hit. It's just skin differently, like it's under a different theme, but like at its core, it's, it's still just like, you know, another typical Marvel movie. You know, with that being said, like this isn't necessarily a bad thing, like, like if you can execute on the idea right if you can execute on your version of you know the marvel system then you know it then it works right it, it can work right i mean of course you still see all the same beats from your typical marvel movie but, but if it's executed well you can easily look past it and be like, okay sure same stuff with the characters you know i felt the characters i felt involved in the story there's different things that, that can be done differently or executed differently to really apply to your theme of the Marvel, you know, system, right? And, and this movie, for the most part, did that, right? But, but only for the most part, not completely, right? A big part, like, a, 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 oh, how do I say this? A big part of what made this movie different, right? It's the fact that, like, the characters in the movie as a whole, like, they're, they're based in Asian culture, Right, which of course is is very different from American culture, and American culture is what you get from pretty much every other Marvel movie, <laughs> uh, and Black Panther even included in that. Because let, let's be real, right? Black Panther didn't really have much of a resemblance to uh, to African culture. I mean, it did have it did have a little, a little bit in there, a little bit in there, but it was it was more so African American culture. Which is very different from just like straight up African culture, uh, and th this is mostly just because like I'm saying that in, in the aspect of like being a kid, right? Like that's where you see a lot in terms of like culture was when you're looking at it through the eyes of a kid, because when a kid is learning about the culture, like that, that's their first time experiencing it, right? And as an audience member, if you're if you're not from there you would be experiencing it through that kid's eyes, right? And they didn't really show that in Black Panther. They showed Amer African-American culture through a kid's eyes in Black Panther, not like African culture. But in this movie, they really they, they really attempted to capture, like, Eastern culture, like Asian culture, right? And they, they, they showed that through the eyes of a kid, thus bringing in the audience to learn about that culture, like, the kids learning about the culture, right, and that's one thing that I really did, I really did like about the movie, they, they really, really did go for it, and one of the most important things about that, that, like, I really loved, was that the characters actually spoke Chinese when speaking to other Asian characters, like, because, because why would two people in Asia be speaking to each other in English, like, so many movies do this. 
like like it, it, it's so it's so dumb i i get it like they do this to make it easier on the english audience you know so that way you don't have to read subtitles but like logically speaking it makes no sense for that to happen right it's so like in this movie you get subtitles for for all that stuff like for the asian to asian interaction what? <laughs> Asian to Asian interaction. Okay. But, you know, you get what I'm saying. Like, for, for for those moments where, like, they're speaking Chinese, he gets subtitles. And that was good, right? When when his mom is talking to him, when his dad is talking to him, it makes no sense for him to talk to him in English, like, at all, right? Like, literally no sense. So, it was good that, you know, that they, they, they did it. They spoke Chinese. We got subtitles. It was A-okay. That was great. The saving grace for people who don't like subtitles is Katie, right? As Aquafina's character. Actually, I've been thinking, is Aquafina her real name? I'm curious. <laughs> because I feel like that's not. Like, because, like, oh, once again, this keyboard is not connected to this computer. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we'll look this up later because I don't want to have to go through that. <laughs> Oh, man, but yeah, her character doesn't speak Chinese, right? So whenever like she is around, like, you know, in the movie, around any, uh, any of the other characters, which is pretty much all the time in this movie after the intro, people speak English so that way she can understand, like, what they're saying, right? And then subsequently we can understand what they're saying because now they have to speak English because they have this one character doesn't speak Chinese, you know what I mean? But this is actually one of my biggest beefs with this movie, right? They were so inconsistent about her not understanding Chinese. Like, it's it's like, okay, so on multiple occasions, she's like someone would come up to her, speak in Chinese, and she'd be like, oh yeah, I must be Chinese, right? And like, towards the end of the movie, there were three different occasions where someone said something to her in Chinese and she understood it. Okay? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> because after those three instances of that happening, another instance came up where someone spoke Chinese and she's like, oh yeah, I don't know what they just said. So, 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 so how did she understand it? It was other three times. She shouldn't have understood it. Like, like, like it literally makes like I don't know what they were doing. Like, <laughs> I don't know who forgot that she she doesn't understand Chinese, and they were just like, yeah, yeah, she'll understand in the situation. Like, I, <sighs> that's so inconsistent. Like it's literally so inconsistent. Like. It, I don't know, that one, I, I noticed it right away, like, right when it happened, I was like, she shouldn't understand that, like, she should not understand what that person just said, like, at all, like, what? <laughs> just shouldn't, it just shouldn't, but moving on from that, I, I really also like the design and, like, the use of the rings, the 10 rings, like, I like how it could be used to, like, make you jump really far, like, re releasing the energy into the ground, like, that was really dope. I, I like the fights that the rings were involved in, but like that also leads me to like another beef that I kind of had with the with the movie, which was the fighting. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed all of the fights, 
up until the last fight. <laughs> because, like, all the other fights were, like, some really sick, like, hand-to-hand combat, right? You know, get bits of kung fu, jiu-jitsu, all that stuff in there. Like, the fights were were done and executed and shot, like, very... Like, 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 you would, like how you would see in a Jackie Chan movie, right? Like, it's not a lot of cuts, or not too many cuts. In a Jackie Chan movie, you really get, like, one cut, like, every two minutes, because he was actually a beast. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, this one, it's less cuts than your typical Marvel movie fight. Uh, you know, it's just, like, straight up, good old hand-to-hand combat. Like, it was, it was good to see, right? But... Once again, this is a Marvel movie, and it follows the same Marvel movie beats as every other Marvel movie. So this means at the end, it has to end with like some huge, grandiose fight, right? Which means that nice, detailed hand-to-hand combat just gets tossed out the window to make room for like your typical two armies charging at each other to fight in a field type fight. It literally happens in every single Marvel movie. <laughs> Like, literally every Marvel movie ends with, like, the big two teams are fighting. Got the bad guys and the good guys. Ooh, we're gonna fight it out. We gonna throw some dukes. And it's like, come on, man. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, it's, 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 it kind of sucks that, you know, that was the case. But for what we did see of you know, that nice, like, Kung Fu-style fighting, uh, it was good, it was good, we haven't seen much of that before in the MCU, we've seen hand-to-hand combat, but we haven't seen, like, like, true two people trained and raised, or also people being trained and raised in the art of, you know, jiu-jitsu or Kung Fu, like, those two people fighting. That's very, very different than just typical hand-to-hand combat. Like, it's gorgeous, bro. Like, <laughs> it's absolutely gorgeous. Like, and I understand that, like, that's not necessarily how, like, all... Like, how a fight would go in the real world. Although, like, technically, if you're sparring with two different people that both know, you know, karate or kung fu or jiu-jitsu or whatever, that's generally kind of how it might go. And, of course, it's very scripted, but just the fighting style is just gorgeous to look at right like the the quick like you know snappy reactions the the interactions with the environment around the the just the, the more physical just the detail right because in that type of fighting the how fast it is the fast pace the, the, the fast pace of it all right there's these small details you just got to get it right or you're gonna get your, your ass kicked <laughs> like <laughs> like just these, these small things that they, they pay attention to like, in these early fights, right, foot position, hand position, deflecting in ways that'll make it easier for the other character to maneuver around the fight, like, it was so good and smartly done, like, that was nice, and then at the end, it's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's a Marvel movie, so, here we go, CGI out the wazoo, like, (laughs) like, it's like, it's like, at the end of every Marvel movie, they're like, okay, Disney gave us $2 billion for, like, CGI stuff, and so far, we only used, like, a couple mil, so let's go crazy with it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like how every Marvel movie ends. It's like, okay, we have so much money left over in the budget. Let's just drop it on, you know, CGI stuff. Let's get 
a random CGI, I don't know, dragon in here. Like, like oh, you, you need more CGI? Let's have freaking, freaking Appa from Avatar show up. Like, <laughs> honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if one Avatar showed up because, like, where Shang-Chi's mother is from, like, that mystical, magical land, it, it, it they're, they're low-key kind of airbenders, bro, like, <laughs> like, you see it in the trailer, too, like, when she's doing this with like, the leaves and whatnot, like, they're honestly airbenders, so, hey, man, Marvel, if y'all are trying to buy up, like, the Avatar IP and, and get Ang into the MCU, oh, 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 that would be so epic, bro, that would be so epic, imagine Ang, bro, in the MCU. <laughs> like, that would be so awesome. Actually, imagine just, like, all of the benders in the MCU, right? Like, how... Like, would that even be OP, bro? Like, because, like, imagine the Fire Nation fighting the Avengers. Who would win? The Fire Nation, okay? Like, <laughs> I feel like they would win. <laughs> Well, it depends. It depends. It really depends. They would... Black Widow, assuming this is, like, early Avengers, Black Widow would have absolutely no chance doing anything in that fight. Uh, Iron Man would get melted in a heartbeat, so he's out of the picture. Captain America, he's not doing much there. Gummy honest with you. <laughs> like, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? Pull up on you with a shield, bro? Like, I feel... Like, well, I mean... Vibranium shield, true, but firebenders, <laughs> they can literally rain fire from the sky, like, you guys ain't doing much for you there, bro, also, they actually know, like, hand-to-hand combat, throw the shield at them, bro, I do, throw your shield at freaking, oh, what's his name, Z- it's not Zoro, bro, Zoro's from freaking One Punch, not One Punch, that's One Piece, <laughs> I'm getting all my animes messed up, <laughs> but, like, you know, you actually want to know what would really work out, Captain America pulls up, and then freaking, uh, God, I forgot everyone's freaking name. Oh, my God. You get a waterbender to put him on ice for, like, two centuries. There you go. That's over with. Thor might have a good chance in that fight. He probably would have a pretty decent chance in that fight. Yeah, he's Thor, you know? But also, Thor is Ted, if you really think about it. Thor is, like... And a, a, a f- how am I forgetting all of my freaking Avatar lore, bro? Like I love this show, <laughs> but Thor's like technically like an electric, an electric, electricity, whatever. He's like an electric bender, right? If you really think about it, because can't remember anyone's name anymore. But blind girl, <laughs> she learned how to like metal bend and bend electricity. So if Thor were to like do a little lightning blast at any one of those people, particularly her, she would be able to deflect it and probably reflect it right back at him. So that wouldn't be a pretty good fight going on for them there. The only person that can hold their own against a fight against like a, a any bender would, I think would be Vision because Vision is just OPAF. So <laughs> he could phase through everything. So, you know, also he's an AI, so he can see in like 360 Vision he could detect anything anywhere around. Like, he would, he'd probably be the only one 
that could actually do hold his own in the fight. That's actually why they nerfed him so much in uh in freaking Captain America Civil War. They had to nerf him by making him like fall in love with uh, Black not Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, because like if he wasn't distracted, he would literally destroy everyone. Like the dude is OP, bro. <laughs> He had a freaking infinity stone in his head. Like, he was OP. <laughs> so they had to nerf him. But yeah, he would definitely... He would definitely do some damage in a fight versus uh, some benders. But yeah, I don't know how I got so far down this little thought process. Because <laughs> it kind of just, like, distracted me from what I was actually trying to say. Because I've forgotten what I was really saying about Shang-Chi anymore. Yep. But hey, we'll wrap it up anyway. <laughs> I think one, like to, to to wrap it up, one thing that I will say was that Shang-Chi was pretty cool in terms of representation, right? If you look at the MCU, so what am I think? T'Challa, there we go. That's his name. I can't remember names. It's too early in the morning. <laughs> T'Challa and Black Panther and all those characters were not the first black characters in Marvel, of course, because you have, I'm not going to say any more names. I'm done. I can't. I can't. Rhodey, Rhodey, Rhodey. Rhodey was black. <laughs> Holy God. But like showing T'Challa and Wakanda and all that stuff, like, that was, you know, a completely different culture than the American culture, right? And in and, return and representation, that was really cool to show and to bring that along into the MCU, right? Now with Shang-Chi, you're doing that with Eastern culture. I don't want to say necessarily like Chinese culture because I feel like it's more of a general Eastern culture. Uh, just like it wasn't like Nigerian culture in uh, Black Panther. It was African culture in Black Panther. You know, the culmination of African culture, right? So... It was really cool to see, like, representation in that aspect. Just about every single actor in this movie is Asian, except for Razor Fist. Yep, that's it. <laughs> I had to go through. I had to go through all the characters really quickly to see if I missed any. But yeah, British Razor Fist was the only one who was not actually Asian uh, in this entire movie. So, like, it, it was it was good to see like some representation in the MCU. Also, like, them actually showing, like, actually showing the culture, you know? Mind you, I don't, like, okay, I'm not gonna say I know nothing, but I was not raised, <laughs> I was not raised in, you know, Eastern culture. I've, the only, actually, the furthest East I've ever been is India. So, yeah, I, <laughs> I've never actually physically even been that far to the east. Uh, I mean, I do know my fair share about it just from research, getting involved in the culture, get involved in the type of content. You know, I watch my first share of anime, all like the jazz. Um, but you know, I've, I've never, I haven't fully been in the culture. But the person I want to go see the movie with, uh, go and see the movie with, is Asian, right? She knows all about that. She she was she was raised in the culture, and so like when we were done with the movie and we were heading back, you know, she was talking about how like she could relate 
to what she was saying on the screen, like how he was being raised and, you know, uh, the intensity of, you know, the, the, the culture where it comes to, like, ed- I guess you could say edu- educating the kids, although in the movie it was education in a different aspect. It was education in terms of, like, fighting and, you know, being an assassin and whatnot, but just the pressure being put on by the parents and the, just the, the, the interactions being had between like the kids and the parents and just the culture in general, like she could relate to that. Right. And that is the point that I kind of, that I kind of wanted to hit where it's like, you can have representation just by having characters that are Asian in the movie. That doesn't mean the movie itself can really resonate with someone, right, of that culture. You really have to actually put the effort in to make, to, to really, like, understand the culture, and so you can show it on the screen. And, like I said, I can't really determine that, because I I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I don't really fully understand the culture. But she can, and from her perspective, they really did execute on that. And so I thought that was this really cool it was, it was cool for Marvel too, right? Like in the same way where it's like with Black Panther and like I said, it wasn't like they didn't really full on go on like showing much of the the African culture, but African American culture, and I could relate to that, right? Because like the stuff that he was saying, I've seen it, I've been it, like I've lived it, like <laughs> like I've like sure like I my parents are African, but I am full the epitome of african-american <laughs> where it's like parents are african i was born in america so you know like, like i create a lot of stuff that you know he said i could have a lot of stuff that was going on in wakanda and like that relationship right because i've been to africa to nigeria on several several occasions so like you know seeing or like shang chi really being able to one that representation in terms of actually seeing Asian characters on screen, but two, actually executing on showing Asian culture. That was good. That was good. Despite, you know, the movie's shortcomings with Aquafina randomly understanding Chinese randomly at random points when she's not supposed to, and the fact that they kind of, like, scrubbed all the nice fighting for your typical Marvel movie fight with a bunch of CGI. And, you know, despite all that, they really did execute as a whole, as a whole, right? On the things that they hit, they hit more. There was more hits than misses, right? And I think they hit on bigger aspects that would have, if they had not hit, would have ruined the entire movie. Like one of that being showing Asian culture or showing, you know, showing really, really authentically showing Asian culture. Yeah. <laughs> But if you like this episode, enjoy the podcast. Give it a like, good follow your rating, all that. Just let me know that's like horse for you. Like it, share with your friends because good friends give friends good things, and you want to be a good friend to give your friend a good thing. You want follow me on social media is echo the hat on the IGs, and as always, Eddie M Eastern, same time, same place, every single day. I am currently looking up Aquafina to see what her real name is. If her real name is Aquafina, I am going to have beef. It is not. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh she's also about older than I thought she was. 
Uh, daily first person her prayer. Blah, 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 blah. I don't really care about the interview part. Okay, cool. Her real name is Nora Loom. Um, Loom? John. <laughs> I, I want to say Nora Loom. I want to say Loom, bro. I want to say Loom. Because like, I'm pretty sure it's good. It's, 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 it's a long you, not a short you, right? If I'm wrong, hey, I'm trying, okay? Like, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> oh, uh, but with that, I hope you have an absolutely amazing day. Drink plenty of water. Stay hydrated. If you're going to have fun today because you're day off, do so, but do so with caution. And I will see y'all tomorrow.